0: Here's Charlene Steinkamp. I have to uh, share something with you that's going to be kind of hard for a, a lot of you to believe because some of you know me, and, and I, I just have to, have to share this. I have to be honest that there are some times when uh, Joyce and I have conflicts. I know that's hard to believe, but, but it actually does happen sometimes. And it happened uh, recently, not too long ago, that uh, it was just about bedtime. We were getting ready to, to head to bed, and, and we got into a discussion and Joyce got mad at me about something that I'd said. And then we went ahead and, and then went to bed. The next day, I, I was still kind of ticked about it, you know. And I, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to show her. She can't just treat me like that. And so I decided I'd give her the silent treatment. And uh, that went on for a little while until I finally broke because I, I've never wanted that yet. But I came to realize that what I was really desiring from her, or what I really what I was feeling at that time, when she got mad at me, is, is that I was feeling disrespected. I didn't feel like she respected me. I mean, how could she get mad at me? And so I was craving for a respect. And, and here's the crazy thing about it. I was treating her poorly to teach her to respect me. Does that make sense? Not at all, but that's what I was doing. It it was crazy. And yet, uh, that's something that a lot of us do. It's not just me. I'm sure that some of you have uh, reacted to your spouse in a negative way, in a way that that, uh, doesn't at all help you to get what it is you're you're really trying to get. Guys, there are times when you may react to to someone, to to, to your spouse or a a lady, in, in a way that's less than unloving. In fact, I'll give you an idea. Here's what I mean.
1: Hi, I need to talk to the billing department. No, don't put me on hold. Don't put me on hold. I have been transferred three times already. No, I don't want to talk to the automated sy- system. No. Oh, can me and Kenny yes. finish the ice cream? No. No, 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 I didn't mean no to you. Yes. No. Oh. Stupid automated system. Did you even see what just happened? Yeah. Do you have anything to say about it? No. You know what, did you just come in through the kitchen? Uh Uh-huh. And you saw the kids getting into the ice cream and you didn't do anything about it? No. Do you have anything at all to say?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well? So what's for dinner? Oh, you're unreal. Sounds like you and my mom finally have something to agree about.
1: You know what? Don't you bring your mom into this. That woman called me three times today. Three times.
2: Do you know where the remote's at?
1: No, problem is not solved. I just don't know why
2: you're letting my mom get to you so much.
1: Well, tell me, what am I supposed to do with her?
2: Oh, Tune her out or something.
1: Oh, yeah, like you tune me out? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? Do you even know what my day has been like? Do you even care what I go through in a day?
2: What's there to know? I went to work this morning, you stayed home. The end. What? I I, I work hard all day. Now I came home, I'm tired. I want to relax. I'm hungry. A little less talky-talky, a little more fetchy-fetchy.
1: Wow. I am so glad you're home.
2: Oh, whatever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, could that be something that happens at your house? Maybe not so extreme as that one, but uh, you can relate, guys. Is there have there been times when you come home and you you treat your wife in less than a loving way? Maybe you're just kind of insensitive to, or maybe you've had a hard day. You just want to, you know, relax and put your mind in neutral. But uh, the result of that is, is you come across unappreciative and uncaring and insensitive to her. And ladies, uh, let's, let's go over to you just a second. What, how, how do you react to a guy like that? Does it make you want to react in a, in a loving, respectful way towards him when, when he's uh, kind of acting like a jerk sometimes and doesn't treat you very well? Uh, in fact, uh, here, here's an idea what might happen at home as well. Let's take a look here.
1: So I was like, that is my sandwich. Make your own sandwich. What are your arms broken or something? And so he has the audacity to get all huffy with me. And I was like, you know what? You could take that attitude and pack it up and take it back to your mama where it came from. (laughs) Speak of the devil, he just got home. I know. He is so late recently. But I guess that's what happens when you're married to your work instead of to your wife. Well, at least he works somewhere because he certainly doesn't work around here. You know what? Please don't get too comfortable because you need to go out and paint that garage door tonight. Come on. Oh yeah, I know. I have asked him every day for what? Like two months and he still hasn't painted anything. You know what? I should ask my daddy to come over. That man can roll up his sleeves and do a man's work. Could you just be quiet
2: for like five seconds? Oh, he speaks. Hang on. What? I I said could you just shut your mouth for like five seconds? Excuse me?
1: You know what, Connie, I gotta go. Yeah, bye. Well, hello to you too.
2: Yeah, nice robe.
1: Oh, you like it? Because it kind of became my uniform when I married you and birthed your kids and became your maid.
2: <laughs> Trust me, if you were my maid, I would have fired you a long time ago. Ooh,
1: <laughs> that's big words from a guy who hasn't had a
2: promotion at work in five oh, years. Just shut up. Just shut up. I've had the worst day of my life at work today, and you don't even care. <sighs> you know what even makes it worse? Is that I didn't even want to come home. I didn't want to leave work because I wasn't looking forward to coming here at all.
1: Well, you know what? Maybe if you get off your duff every Just once in a while and I do something Just Stop. Your-
2: I don't know what I was thinking. I I imagined somewhere in my head that I'd come home and you might have a little bit of understanding or a shred of support. But no, you're so selfish, so focused on what you want and and you've been complaining to me for years to open up and share about my day. And so I do, I finally come home to share. and, And well, there you have it. I don't even know what else to say. See you later always works. Oh, is that what you want? Fine. See you later.
0: Wow. Not a very pretty scene, is it? He responds to her without love, and she then responds to him without respect. And it just goes round and round and round. It's called the crazy cycle, according to a book called Love and Respect. Last night, as they did this, drama. There was a couple here that I was told afterwards had to actually go out in the lobby while the drama was going on because they said this hit home so much is that this this is how we live, what you just saw. Like I said, this, this may not be as extreme in your case, but still you may not be very sensitive to your spouse, guys, and ladies you may not be treating your husband with respect. Instead it's one cutty Put down after another, after another, back and forth between you. It's not a good way to live. Today we're going to finish up this series that Rick's been doing called Clean House. And um, last week Rick was was saying in, in Ephesians 5 that what God desires of men is to lead with tenderness. And what he desires of wives is to yield to their husbands with strength. Today, as we finish this series, we're going to take a look a little bit further in Ephesians and also over in 1 Peter for just a little bit. But we're going to find out what your mate really needs. Or the opposite sex, your boyfriend, girlfriend, what they really need, what they're desiring. And guys, for for me, the light bulbs came on a little while ago. I didn't really realize it, but hopefully you'll, you'll understand this morning what it is you're really desiring from your wife, I think. And then after you figure it out, I want to challenge you this morning, not just to have a neat drama and hear a neat message, hopefully, but to make a choice to meet your wife's, your husband's needs. Well, what does God have to say? What does uh, your husband really want from you? We'll start with the guys, with the ladies, rather. What, what is it that your husband really needs? And before I actually look at uh, the word here just for a minute, I, I want to mention a, uh, a, a book called For Women Only. Lady named Shanti Fieldhand was the author of it, and and I actually had a chance to hear her in person. That's when I first caught what it was I really needed. I was at uh, at a conference at a church uh, down in Georgia with some other staff members, and that morning, the uh, the pastor of the church, instead of doing a message, he was actually doing an interview with Shanti Fieldhand, the, the author of this book, and he ended up giving out uh, copies of this book to all the women that were there that morning, and. As I was sitting there, and he began to, to interview her, and she began to, she, she shared for example, she said, if you had a choice, she did a survey, if you had a choice, would you rather feel alone and unloved in the world, or would you rather feel inadequate and disrespected by everyone? Now, of course, you want both, right? But when she asked guys, would you rather feel alone and unloved, or inadequate and disrespected, Three out of four guys said, I'd rather be unloved and alone. I need to be respected. I need to feel adequate in what I do. Now, the the interesting thing, ladies, is that you're exactly the opposite. A woman would rather feel uh, loved and, and not alone than to be respected. But a guy desires respect. And as she began to share some of this stuff, I go. That's it. That's it. That that's that's what I desire from others, especially my wife, is her respect. And literally, as I sat there, and this wasn't even a message. This was an interview. Tears began to roll down my cheeks. And I hope that the people on the side didn't notice, but it hit home because what your guy desires is that you feel he is adequate, that you respect him. That's what he needs the most, even more than to feel loved. In fact, when he feels respected, he feels loved. In fact, uh, Shawnee went on to say, finally the light bulb came on. If a man feels disrespected, he is going to feel unloved. And what that translates to is this. If you want to love your man in a way that he needs to be loved, then you need to ensure that he feels your respect most of all. Did that guy feel respected? He felt totally put down. He felt like nothing. He hadn't had a promotion in five years. He didn't do anything right. Ladies, your man needs your respect. That's what he craves. You might say, well, I, I don't know if my if my guy feels respected or not. Well, there's a pretty good test for that. She goes on to say, so how do you know when you cross the disrespect line? Th- Thankfully, there is one easy barometer. Check for anger. If he becomes angry, and some guys get angry by blowing up, some guys get angry by, by withdrawing, by shutting down. But if you see him begin to do that, then you know he feels disrespected. The author of a book called Love and Respect put it this way. In a relationship conflict, crying is often a woman's response to feeling unloved. And anger is often a man's response to feeling disrespected. That's simply the way we're made up. So what does God say? God's blueprint in Ephesians 5 is very interesting because it never commands you wives, in Ephesians 5, it doesn't command you to love your husband. If things are normal in your marriage, that's just a, that's a normal response because that's what you're craving is love and you want to, to love your husband. God doesn't command you to love. What does he say? It says in Ephesians 5.33, however, let each one of you love his wife as himself, talking to the guys, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Respect your husband. In uh, 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, it talks about how to win a disobedient husband. Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if they do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. When they see your respectful and pure conduct... Guys sense when you respect them. What's respect means? It means to reverence. It means to look up to. It means to admire. And a guy knows when you admire him, when you look up to him, when you don't. In other words, ladies, what God is asking you to do is to unconditionally respect your husband. You say unconditionally? I, he has to earn my respect. No, this. Do you do you want him to do you need to prove yourself for him to love you? No. God says for guys to love their wives and God says for, for women to respect their husbands, to unconditionally respect your husbands by appreciating his desire to lead and to solve problems. God created him to lead. God created him to solve problems. That's why when you try to share how your day was, he tries to solve your problems. And also, his desire to protect you, to achieve, and to provide. God says, ladies, unconditionally respect your husband when he's trying to lead, hopefully with tenderness, and even when he doesn't. Respect him. How do you respond to his leadership? God created man to lead, he created man to solve problems, he created man to protect you, to achieve things, to provide for you. It's in his DNA. How do you respond to your guy? Hopefully, you encourage him to lead. Hopefully, you don't put him down. Hopefully, you don't challenge his leadership and think you know how to do it better. You appreciate his desire to try and do those things. And you encourage and you affirm him. Okay, guys, let's turn to you just for a moment. Men, what does uh, God say your wife needs? Men... She needs your love. And that's what God commands you to do. Men need to unconditionally love their wives with a love that is, first of all, sacrificial. In Ephesians 5, it says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. The Greek word there, of course, is agape. It's the kind of love that God the Father had for us when he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. It's the kind of love, agape love, that Jesus had for us when he willingly, voluntarily went to the cross to die for our sins. It's sacrificial. It's unconditional. It does whatever it takes to meet the other person's needs. In other words, guys, you may not have to die for your wife, but you know what? You at least need to be willing to set aside your own desires, your own agenda, your own likes and dislikes, your own preferences, your own welfare, to seek the welfare the needs of your wife. And by the way, guys, the only way you can do that is with God's help. It's also not just sacrificial, it's a caring love. It goes on to say in that passage, In the same way, husbands... In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one has ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. In other words, guys, we naturally love ourselves. We naturally take care of ourselves. We naturally do what is, we think is best for us. But God says here in this passage to nourish your wife, to meet her needs in a loving way. God says to cherish her, to be tender, to be warm, to be affectionate in your love for her. So it's a sacrificial love, a caring love. It's also a lasting love. The next part of that passage says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and and hold fast or cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That's speaking of a love that's permanent, that's lasting, that's unbreakable. A love where you hold fast, you cleave to, where you become one flesh. There's nothing that can rip it apart. And guys, one of the worst things you can do that will shake the foundation of your marriage and will shake the security of your wife is to say or even infer... That you might leave her or divorce her. It shakes the foundation. Let her know that it's lasting. Also, it's sensitive. Over in 1 Peter chapter 3, I wish we had time to look through the whole passage. Uh, but in 1 Peter 3 7 it says, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way. In an understanding way. Guys, have you ever felt like your wife thinks you should be able to read her mind? Well, actually, she, she really would like it if you could read her mind, I think. If you could figure out what she's thinking ahead of time or, or why she feels the way she does or why she's upset or where she wants to eat or whatever it might happen to be. In other words, it says to live with her in an understanding way, to spend the kind of time with her where that you know how she ticks, you know what's going on inside of her. Robert Lewis in uh, the men's fraternity that meets here on Monday night and Tuesday morning, he talks about living with your wife in an understanding way. And he, uh, he puts it this way, guys. He said, what you don't know will hurt you. <laughs> Take time to listen to her. Try not to fix her problems unless she asks you to fix her problems. Maybe she just needs time to process her feelings, her emotions, to be able to let it out, and she doesn't want you to try to fix everything, but... Live with her in an understanding way. And lastly, the love that God wants you to have for your wife is an esteeming love. It goes on to say there in 1 Peter 3, 7, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered. Now the truth is, ladies, in normal circumstances, there's a few exceptions. In most circumstances, a man is physically stronger than you are. In other words, if we got 100 guys, 100 ladies up here in arm wrestling contest, most of the time the guys would win. Sometimes they'd lose, but most of the time they'd win. And it says uh, here that she is the weaker vessel. And it says because of that, you should treat her with honor. In other words, you shouldn't say, hey, because I, I realize I'm stronger than you, I, I'm going I'm to take advantage of you. I'm going to intimidate you. I'm going to dominate you. No, just exactly opposite. Treat her with honor because she is an equal heir, it says, of the grace of God of salvation. You're equal before God. And so honor means to to, uh, consider her of great worth or of great value. In other words, to esteem her, or the word I like best, to treasure her, to let her feel treasured. See, it's a little different from men need to respect. A woman needs to feel treasured, to feel treasured. In other words, uh, what is it that you guys treasure? We, we all have our favorite toys, our, our favorite things that we treasure. In other words, everything else you can, you can mess with, but don't mess with this, guys. What, what is it for you? Is it a car? Is it a truck? you ever seen these guys with trucks, and, 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 and they've got a, a, a pickup truck, and there's all this room to back in, but, oh, no, we can't put anything in it. It might scratch it. Why did you get a truck? I don't understand, but, you know, I don't want to scratch it. Uh, or a boat or a gun. Or last night I just said a blueberry, and people go, what? A blackberry. Maybe it's your blackberry. Somebody corrected me. They go, oh, I, I don't, obviously I don't have one. Uh, maybe it's uh, your computer or your iPod. Or, guys, maybe it's your tools. Hands off of my tools. Or maybe it's some of your sporting equipment, your hunting or fishing or whatever kind of equipment. And so I, I thought about this. What what do I treasure? As I thought about that, I thought, uh-huh, my motorcycle. Yeah. Now, uh, the lights went down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, t- turn them down so we can see it better. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? I, 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 maybe I did, but I honestly don't remember last summer ever washing the car once, any of the cars. I mean, that's why God created rain, right? But, uh... My motorcycle, oh, yeah, every week or two. And, oh, and it also needs to be waxed, you know, several times during the summer as well. And even if it's been messy out and it's just been sitting in the garage and hasn't been used, dust gets on it. you got to keep it clean. I treasure my motorcycle. Guys, God says you should treasure your wife in the way that you treasure your favorite toys, even more so that she is special, that she realizes that she's special as well, to unconditionally do that. Now, let's move back here a minute. Ladies, we saw what it could look like a minute ago if, if it was the wrong way, if you get in that crazy cycle. But ladies, what could it be like if you showed your man unconditional respect? Let's take a look.
1: Thank you so much for taking the kids overnight. I'm so excited. You know what? They'll eat pretty much anything you put in front of them, and they go to bed around 9, so if you need anything at all, just let me know. Call my cell. Okay. No, no, he doesn't know anything at all about it. He has no idea that I have an elegant night on the town planned. I'm so excited. (coughs) Oh, I hear him coming. I got to go. Okay, bye, Connie. Hey, honey. I'm glad you're home.
2: Hey. What's wrong? Uh, Oh.
1: You have a bad day?
2: Uh huh. Do
1: you want to talk about it? No. No? So, maybe you just kind of want to stay in tonight? Lay low? Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Well, we have a whole night without the kids. (laughs) I was thinking that maybe I could turn on the oven and put in some of those jalapeno poppers you love.
2: Oh, oh, and can we have some of that mac and cheese with the little hot dogs in it, like when we first got married? Sure, we can have that. I like those. Oh, you know what?
1: I was thinking that we could dig out that Three Stooges tape and we could pop it in and I could watch it with you and really try to laugh.
2: Wait a second. You're not just poking fun at me, are you? Because if you are, that's not funny at all.
1: No, I don't joke about Three Stooges. (sighs) Okay, so I'm going to go turn on the oven. Okay, wait wait a second, just, I,
2: um, can I just hold you for a second? Sure. (sighs) (sighs) You have no idea how much I needed that. I didn't even know how much I needed that until just a second ago. (sighs) I don't know what else to say.
1: I love you always works.
2: Hmm, I do love you. Now, a little less kissy-kissy, a little more fetchy-fetchy, huh? (laughs) Hey!
0: (sighs) That's better, right? Yeah. She responded to his bad day with respect. In fact, did you hear there at the beginning, she had the whole night planned out? And yet, she threw aside her agenda, the plan that she had, put the robe back on, and so he'd like to just kind of stay here at home. She was really looking out for him. Now, you know how it is. When you get your own agenda, you get things planned out, and then your spouse you know, kind of doesn't want to do that. You know, Sometimes you kind of get mad. She didn't get mad. She responded with love, and she responded with respect. So let's take a look at some practical ways to... Uh, to meet your mate's needs. Uh, Women, ladies, what's some ways that you can demonstrate respect to your spouse? Well, first of all, you can respect him by choosing to respect his judgment. In other words, if God made him to lead, let let him lead. And you know what? Sometimes he'll make a mistake maybe about finances, maybe about something else, but if God made him to lead, if you will choose to trust God with him, trust God to work in his life, just like you have to eventually do with your kids, you have to finally say, okay, God, I I can't control everything they do. I'm going to put my kids in your hands. And sometimes they're going to mess up. Sometimes they're going to do the right thing. And when your guy does the right thing, you need to to praise him for it, for those good decisions. And when he makes a mistake, you need to be gracious towards him. Also, you can respect his actions. In other words, to believe in your man, to think the best of him, not the worst, to let him know that you value his efforts to work and to provide for the home. Also, his abilities and his achievements. Let him know that you're proud of him. His achievements at work, maybe his achievements in his hobby. You know, he, 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 in, his, in his sport, he, he wins the game or he goes hunting and he, he gets something or goes fishing, whatever it is. Let him know that you think that's, uh, that's really cool and that you're proud of him for those things. Or maybe it's just his abilities to, uh, to fix things. Maybe he can cook. Maybe he's able to clean. Maybe he can fix the car. Maybe he's able to remodel around the home. Whatever it is, ladies respect his achievements and abilities. And do it verbally. Now, I want to show you a little example of that here. See this light? This used to be my parents, and we kind of inherited it. And uh, Joyce, a couple weeks ago, decided to uh, to use it in our in our bedroom. And so we got it out, and... We turned it on and nothing happened. Oh, probably just the bulbs are bad, right? So we put new bulbs in it. It's got a little night light down here. It's got a regular light up here. And we uh, put new bulbs in it and it still didn't work. Now, my dad is a Mr. Fix-It. My dad could fix anything. He was a plant engineer. He patented machines that he designed. Uh, he He could build a house from scratch. He could fix the car. I did not inherit his genes, okay? Usually I would store stuff up for when he came, and I'd say, here's all the stuff I can't fix. (laughs) But my dad passed away, and so I go, what am I going to do? So we were watching TV. So I I, I got some tools, and I came in, and I sat down next to Joyce on the couch, and I I decided I would take this thing apart and see if I could fix it. Now, my biggest fear is I'll never put it back together again, okay? But I took it apart, and up in here there were some wires that were burned out. I had a new socket for it and stuff, but I actually didn't need it, and I got all these tools sitting here, and and Joyce is just kind of sitting over here while I'm doing it, you know? she knows I'm not a good fix it. And she goes, "Get got a lot of tools there. <laughs> yep. And I acted like I knew what I was doing, you know, and I, and I, I, tore, I, I cut off some wires and I, I rewired the, the four wires in there and hoped I got them in the right spot because I didn't know if I did or not. And I went in the other room and I, I put some bulbs in and lights and all this kind of stuff and, and it worked. And so I, I told, I said, Joyce, come here. And I go, nightlight. I go, big light. Both lights. <laughs> she goes, you're the man. Mmm. <laughs> I felt good. She doesn't know it, but that, that lasted. I'll try to fix something else and mess it up. And ladies, you know, if you really want to, uh, to make your man grow about a foot taller, praise what he's done in front of others, and he'll really feel special. Men, are, are you meeting the emotional needs of your wife, her needs for love in a way that she understands? If you were, here's what it might look like.
1: Hi, I need to talk to the billing department. No, 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 don't put me on hold. Please don't put me on hold. I have been transferred three times already. No, I don't want to talk to the automated system. No. Three. Yes. Six. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 not no. Yes. What was that?
2: Easy. I was just trying to let you know I was home and I found the kids in the kitchen digging into the ice cream. So I cleaned it all up, put it away, and sent them outside to play. Wow.
1: Thanks. Welcome home. Wow!
2: Well, thanks, and you're welcome. Looks like you could use some backup around here.
1: Yeah. <sighs> you could not even believe the day I've had today. Your mom called three times to tell me how to do Thanksgiving at my house. So frustrating. And then we got a bill from the insurance company for that X-ray that they said they were going to pay for, but now they're not paying for. Oh, That's great. who I was on the phone with, and you saw how that ended. Uh-huh. I just I'm so frustrated. I am still in my robe, and it is dinner time. Do you know why? Because I was doing the dishes, and your beautiful son came up to me with a sharpie marker and started coloring my legs. <laughs> So I just took the second shower of the day, usually I can't even get one in, two showers today, and scrubbed it all off, and now I have like, I don't know, 10,000 cookies to make for that thing at church tomorrow, and laundry is just everywhere, and I don't even know what we're going to have for dinner, so please don't ask.
2: Okay, okay.
1: Why Why are you smiling?
2: I don't know, you just get kind of cute when you get all frazzled like that. You think this is cute? A little bit, yeah. Well, thank you. How was your day? Yeah. Not good? No, not so much. You wanna talk about it? Oh, maybe later.
1: You're a man of few words today. Yeah. Sorry, I guess I can't relate.
2: Hmm. You know, though, I think I could come up with a couple words you might be able to get real excited about. What's that? CC's pizza.
1: Oh yeah. I love you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, why don't you go get dressed and I will go get the kids ready.
1: Okay, okay? sounds good. Oh wait a minute. What are we gonna do about the ten thousand cookies?
2: Uh right. Yeah, you're not in this alone. We'll work on it after we get back from CC's. Come oh, on.
1: Oh wow, I'm so glad you're home.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. Pretty good, huh? When she responds with respect, he responds with love and then she responds with respect and the cycle begins to go in the right direction. In the book Love and Respect, they call it the energizing cycle. Which would you rather have? The crazy cycle or the energizing cycle? I know which one I'd rather have. When we do it God's way and we meet the needs of our spouse, It makes a huge difference. So, guys, what's some ways that you can, in a practical way, go about meeting the needs of your wife, your spouse? First of all, by listening to her. As I mentioned a while ago, not always trying to fix her problems, but just taking the time to listen and let her get those feelings and emotions and let her kind of talk about her day and get things out. And then uh, also to talk to her. When you clam up and don't talk, she doesn't know why. It may just be because you had a bad day at work, but she may think it's her. And it makes her feel like you don't love her when you you clam up. So talk to your wife. Share with her what's going on. Let her know that the, the, the reason you're grumpy is not because of her, but just because you had a bad day. Show affection. Hold her hand. Hug her. Kiss her. Touch. Let her know that you care about her in an affectionate way. Make her feel first and importance. You need to figure out what that is that makes her feel like the most important treasure thing in the world. Praise her, privately and publicly. Brag on her achievements. Let her and others know how much you value her and treasure her. Compliment her on her appearance, even if she's wearing a robe. Shawnee says and her, she and her husband wrote a second book called For Men Only. And in this book, uh, she says to guys, and and her husband says to guys, inside your smart, secure wife lives a little girl who deeply needs to know that you find her beautiful and that you only have eyes for her. That's important. And if she tries to shut you down and say, no, I'm not, just keep on. Don't don't listen to that. Let her know that she's beautiful in your eyes. And by your actions, show that you only have eyes for her and not for others. And lastly, you you need to show your love for her and meet her emotional needs by reassuring her of your love and commitment. It doesn't hurt to tell her over and over again that you love her. And it doesn't hurt to let her know that you are committed to her for life. Let her know that you look forward to growing old with her. Pursue her. So where are you at? Are you in the crazy cycle? Or are you in the energizing cycle? Are you and your spouse always fighting? Are you married, but do you feel lonelier than you have ever felt before? Do you feel unconnected? Guys, do you sometimes feel angry towards your wife? Do you feel rejected? Do you feel a lack of trust, a lack of respect? Do you feel attacked? Do you feel put down? Wives, do you at times feel unloved, unappreciated, uncared for, devalued, used, like the maid? Do you feel insecure in your marriage? Do you want to get off that crazy cycle and onto the energizing cycle? The good news is you can You can start the other cycle with or without your spouse to begin with because it begins something that happens. Men, you can choose to love your wife in ways that are meaningful to her with God's help. You can meet her emotional needs for love and security. And ladies, you can show your husband that you love and care for him by choosing to unconditionally respect Him and not put Him down, again, with God's help. Both of you need to start taking the best of each other instead of the worst, to let each other know that you are committed to the relationship, to live the kind of life that God wants you to live. You need God's help. So I would encourage you to pray that prayer if you need to, if you've never accepted Christ as your Savior. Here's a truth to take home. Build your mate up. Never tear them down. A verse to take home and also to memorize. Ephesians 5.33, however, let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. There's a choice. Husbands, I choose to unconditionally love my wife in the way that she needs to be loved. Would you make that choice today? It is a choice. And wives, would you make a choice today? I choose to unconditionally demonstrate my respect to my husband. You've been listening to Charlene Steinkamp. You can write the Steincamps at P.O. Box 10548, Papano Beach, Florida, 33061. The Stein Camps also invite you to visit their website at rejoiceministries.org.